Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. TurboTax experts make all your moves count. Filing with 100% accuracy and getting your max refund guaranteed. Did you start a side hustle to afford VIP concert tickets? That's a move. Or maybe you move moved to L.A. to be at the heart of Hollywood. That is a big move. Switch to TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl. All about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. <laughs> Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You can sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. <laughs> We're back, baby! We did it! Oh, we survived all these years. We are reunited, and it feels good. Everybody. It really does. You guys are more beautiful than you've ever been, and wow. I'm so excited we're back in the same room together. This is amazing! It feels like a homecoming. It yeah. really, really does. Like, as long as we played high schoolers, we might as well have our own, like, letter jackets and high school reunion, and we deserve Oh my this. god, we deserve pink Damn lady right. jackets. <gasps> yes! But ours would be blue, right? And they yeah, say go Ravens. Oh, yeah. Go, go Ravens. Ravens. 
How many times over the years have people come up to you two and said like, when is there going to be a reunion? So much. So many. I've lost count, honestly. It's probably the number one question. Mm-hmm. And it's fans yeah. of the show. It's even like the sweetest reporters we've ever spoken to. Yeah. People you wouldn't expect to be saying, please give us a reunion. Do that a lot. I really like it when like people who are from countries we had no idea the show aired in come up and yes. they're like, we learned English watching your show. Yeah, you I know. know. That's nuts. It's been a comfort food for so many people. And it's because of those fans, because of all you guys listening that we're even able mm-hmm. to do this right now. We're so grateful mm-hmm. and super, super excited to be back together. It's true, though, you know, for us and we've all talked about this in private, you know, there were years where when we finished the thing we did for a decade, we were like, no, we're done with that. And I think that the passion that the fans have carried out has actually allowed us to fall back in love with the show. You guys have given us nostalgia. You have enabled us to maintain our friendships. And honestly, our friendships are deeper and more ferocious and delicious than they've ever been. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because like we do get to travel to all these cool places together and meet you know, the people who love our show and you've reminded us that we love our show. And so now we're bringing you a new show. (laughs) Did you guys ever imagine when we were like locked down in Wilmington, North Carolina in the early 2000s, that there would be a global fan base? Never. Never. I mean, you always hope that, but you never actually, I mean, you can't just sit around dreaming that there's going to be some global like rush. We're going to become a major piece of pop culture and then suddenly it happens. And I mean, but you know, you're, you're so, what was 2003? Was it when we started? I didn't even know how the internet worked back then. You no. Was there internet back then? I feel like it was still dial up. I, I mean, know, were you, we using you, like AIM? Yeah. What even is that? We all had that? home phones back then. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call Joy on her landline. That's right. Landlines when it was mm-hmm. rude to call people on their cell phones because you don't want to bother <laughs> someone when they're out. I'll just call you when you're home. Now it's yeah. like, the other way around. What do you guys remember the most about Wilmington? Like, wh- let's talk about when we first, I mean, do you guys remember when you first showed up, like landed in the t- that tiny little airport? <sighs> yes. Well, and always a connecting flight because there's yes. no direct flight into Wilmington. Yes. So you'd fly to Charlotte and then you'd go get on the little plane. Yes. And I remember landing in Wilmington and, and getting off the plane. And I was like, oh, there Oh, there are six gates in the whole airport. <laughs> There's rocking chairs out front. I was like, can I sit in one of those? I love it here. Had you guys ever been there before? No. Mm-hmm. no. See, I, I was like a Virginia kid. So we would vacation down there nice. growing up. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a place, it was like Bubba's car lot, you know? And it was all antique picture cars that had been used in movies that had shot there. Starting really? with like Firestarter, you know? Oh, so yeah. it had been a film town since the 80s. Because Frank Capra built screen gems there. Yeah. Like and the, 70s or 80s, right? Blue Velvet shot there. Mm. So it, like David Lynch came in and did super creepy stuff. Yeah. Empire Records shot there, Empire which wasn't Red a Girl. David Lynch movie, oh, but oh my God. I mean, there were so many cool things that had shot there before we got there. And so for me, it was like, oh, I get to go live in a vacation town where Bubba's car lot is, you know, like cool. And Dawson's had Mm -hmm. just like reigned supreme Mm -hmm. in Wilmington. Were you guys allowed to watch Dawson's? Because I wasn't. You weren't? No. It was a bad kid show. Oh. What? I wasn't allowed to watch like Beverly Hills 902. I know. Or Melrose Place, God forbid. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 I still no, no, to no, this no, day, no. I'm like, what happened on that? 
<laughs> I Dust, watched Second Wives. I watched Nine Hundred Two and O to a point, and then there was an episode where uh, Luke Perry and Jenny Garth had like an affair behind Shannon Doherty's back or something. Oh, no, and no, no. I remember seeing commercials about that. I, yeah, I didn't even <laughs> see the episode. I was actually like away at, this is so embarrassing, I was away at Space Camp and Idlewild. It's fine. <laughs> but my parents watched the episode and when I got home, they were like, we can't believe we've been letting you watch this show with your babysitter. She's a bad influence. Yeah. And I got a new babysitter and I was banned from watching 90210 yeah. forever. So I think because that show was so bad is maybe why I was allowed to watch Dawson's. Because it was like yeah. small town kids figuring it out. Yeah, dude, I remember having girlfriends over to watch like the pilot of Dawson's, and when Pacey had sex with the teacher, oh, my mother I came in and was like, about "What about that?" There. I forgot yeah. about that too. That was I, like the first storyline. I came in on Dawson's Whoa. late, though. I didn't start watching until season like three or four when they had sort of mellowed out. It wasn't so much of the trying to shock everybody because yeah. uh, Kevin Williamson was definitely in in a shock zone at that point when he started yeah, all that I stuff think maybe I must have done the same I must have started watching it later and then yeah. I remember being in college and ahead of a premiere a season premiere going back and watching from the beginning with friends and I yeah. think that might have been the first time I saw that yeah dude it, I mean, it lit my world on fire and all of a sudden then everyone at school knew I wasn't allowed to watch it oh, they're like no. she's a nerd <laughs> yeah but in a you know we were all actors at that point or like yeah. joy you started really young how old were you when you started working oh my gosh well yeah I mean I I started professionally when I was 12 so wow. um and but I was doing some kind of I was doing a lot of theater. I, grew, I mean, we were all we were all drama queens in our own we were right. queens. of of our <laughs> high schools and schools. Yeah. You know, we all did drama club and and school plays and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was and you for sure were Hillary. I know you did a Babe, ton of musical theater. I was initiated into the high school theater program when I was in third grade. I was eight <laughs> with a letter jacket. <laughs> What because I, I played Gretel Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Yeah. Yeah, and then I followed up music. in fifth grade with Amaryllis in The Sound of Music. And so I thought I was so cool and adult because I was Who's like... Who's Amaryllis in The Sound of Music? She's like the little girl that plays the piano while Marion's singing Goodnight My Someone. And she's like... Oh, The Music Man. What did I say? Sound of Music. Yes. I was Gretel in Sound of Music, Amaryllis in The Music Man. A lot of music happening See, in our I'm, house. I'm today years old always. I learn something about musicals from the two of you. Every time we're together, I'm like, I didn't, I don't know. Nerd club. Nerd I club. love it. I, well, I yeah. didn't start doing theater until I had an arts requirement in the eighth grade. I tried to get out of it. And I tried to schedule my semester of theater for the same semester I was playing volleyball. And my school was like, you're an idiot. You can't do that. So I had to miss volleyball for the year, which... In hindsight, is a blessing because I never grew, so I'm not tall enough to be a volleyball player. I can see you being an aggressive volleyball yeah. player, yeah, Sophia. I'm You're competitive. Yeah. You're competitive for sure. But you I, do that. I'm like, I can get in there. I can help. But I, um, <laughs> I, I can I, help. Suddenly, I was like, yeah, just the short kid being like, give me the low ones. Um, <laughs> but suddenly, I was like, wait a minute. I've been on this like med school track. I thought, Space you know, like camp. good immigrant yeah, daughter, like you will be a doctor or a lawyer or a lawyer or a doctor, and then. I was like, wait, but plays or books come to life. But I missed the whole musical theater thing. There's still time, babe. Oh, there's, yeah. still, there's time. still time. <laughs> well, our I learned from our the 100th of episode will be a musical podcast. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't wait. <laughs> mm -hmm. You will write us a musical, and it will be fabulous. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I don't, you went from cradle in your, head, your hands to being like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> I'll start now. What show was on the air when we were teenagers that you were like, 
oh, that's what I want to do. Like, Felicity. Yeah, yeah, Felicity. I got oh. to be in, in a couple episodes of Felicity. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh, I, <laughs> rewind. Rewind. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, her, her teacher was like, um, seemed like he was hitting on her and it was, there was some episode Ooh. where his teacher seemed like he was hitting on her. And, um, and then it turned out that he was actually like having an affair with me. What? And you were also a student. And I was also a student, no. but I also looked just like her. Like my hair was really big and curly. Yeah. And so I think maybe that there was a tie in there where it was like, he Whoa. was, it was super weird. I don't know, but, um, I can say everybody was really nice on that show and Carrie, mm. I've always admired her as an actress too, but she mm. was just so sweet and professional and like really warm. And, you know, I mean people, and we know certainly being on a show where people came in and out all the time, it's mm. really hard to keep track of all the guest stars and all the storylines and everything. And, um, but Carrie was like, I, always felt comfortable around her and she felt really warm and welcoming. Come on mm. in. And the hair makeup trailer, there was never like snobbiness or anything. So, um, you know, whatever. I had a great memory from being on that show. That's so uh, nice. But what else was on the WB at the time? The WB was huge at the time. Yeah, huge, huge. huge. It owned our total age bracket. Yeah. Because what Charmed mm -hmm. was a big deal. Yeah. It was Charmed, Felicity, Dawson's. Buffy. Veronica Mars. Oh, yeah, Buffy. We oh, grew Veronica. up on Buffy. Yeah. Wasn't we? Veronica oh. Mars was UPN until it <gasps> oh, moved over. Right. Oh, until we merged. That happened in our merger. Yeah. Cool. Well, see? Yep. That was, and Beep that up. was nuts <laughs> because they were our competitor and we had this like rivalry. Don't you remember the end of Veronica Mars in their credits, they had like an icon of a tree burning and what? we took it so personally. I remember that at all. And then we all merged and we were on the same network and it was like, oh, hey, oh, hi, guys. It felt like West Side Story. <laughs> oh it was just God. like, cool, I guess we're friends now. Yeah, the WB, like I'd interviewed a bunch of people from other shows on the WB when I was working at MTV, but I was always on the other side of it. Like I definitely wasn't the talent. I was just the interviewer. And so it was all this uh, Smallville kids. Oh, Smallville you know? too. Oh my God. And then all the what shows. was the one with Gregory Smith? Uh, Everwood? Everwood. Everwood. Wow. That was a big one. I forgot about that too. Was Joan Gil of Arcadia? Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Oh my God. They just, they, they were blew printing hits. Yeah, they oh, were. Oh yeah. They were. And so if you were cast on a WB show, it was like, which Here is so funny that every year we always felt like we're on the bubble. They may not pick you up. You know, no, mm. we're not really sure if anybody's into it. I don't think people it. at home know that. So explain to them what the bubble is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it, the bubble is like you're, you could burst at any moment. You could be you could be um, <laughs> mm -hmm. canceled at any moment. Mm -hmm. So better, you know, stay in line. Better make sure that we, you know, just keep our numbers up. and Mind do, your P's and do, Yeah, do whatever we have to do to sell, sell, sell the show and make sure that we stay on the air. Yeah. Um, but it's ironic because, you know, clearly at that time, <laughs> WB wasn't picking up shows that were not going to be big yeah. hits, let alone keeping them on, them on the air for longer than longer than two seasons, I think, is a fair yeah. space yeah. of time to say. Like, by then, they they know. And yet, even into season five, six, seven, eight, well, we, might get, we might get canceled. I, I yeah. don't know. Every season I was there, it was like, you're lucky to have a job, yeah. Yeah. you know? And isn't yeah. it funny Which that now as were, adults... But, like all of us producing and directing, we're like, oh, that's that's a scare tactic to keep your employees terrified so they never ask for anything. <laughs> Got 
said right. thanks, guys. But as kids, we were like, oh my God, we might lose our jobs. Yeah. This might be the year we all find out we're failures. You know what <laughs> has happened? We've reached that point in adulthood where we're like, fine, I lose my job. It's fine. You know, like the apathy has set in. But, it, you know, that was the biggest break ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And trying to prove ourselves yeah. was funny and also like a good way to have those connections that make lifelong <laughs> friends. It's like, yeah. oh, remember when we all went through that shit together? Yeah. <laughs> it's like having matching tattoos on the inside. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I almost got a tattoo at your wedding, so. I did too, almost. Yeah. The line I, was, I was just really long. I, I was like, I'll come back. Later, though. I still got the B. Yeah, I just did. got it later. I love it. Listen, we had like 93 people get tattooed at my wedding. Yeah. We'll do that on a different episode of the show. We'll just yeah, like bring in bring Mike Lucina. Oh my God, yes. My tattoos. Um, Why not? So what were you guys doing like right Ooh. before you were cast on the show? What was like the six months leading up to finding out you were on the show? Um, I Well, I was, uh, I had just moved from New York. I, I was, um, I had been on a soap opera for a couple of years and, and then I just lived in New York City doing nothing for one year. I spent all my money that I made <laughs> on the soap, which, you know what, I was 19 or 20 mm-hmm. and like well, I, I'm making a stupid amount of money, which is just so unusual. And I just, it was kind of great to just blow all of it on like amazing restaurants. And I saw a Broadway show every other night. And I remember you telling me, you're like, do you like champagne? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you were like, I'm good at champagne. <laughs> moved out when I was 17. I had my own apartment, you know, and that's, and nuts. So, you know, I, yeah, like I had, I'd been kind of living on my own, taking care of myself for a long time. So when I got to LA, uh, I, I went to LA because I was in New York. I spent all my money. I went to the ATM one day and I had like $2,000 left. And you know, I was like, Oh, well, I guess I got to go to LA and try and get some guest spots. So I just packed up my bags. And <laughs> to you, LA. Did you know where to oh, go? No, I mean, I had been in L.A. so much because I had flown. Pilot yeah, pilot season since I was 12, 14 years old. I was always flying out there for um, for testing and pilots and stuff. So anyway, when, once I got here, um, it was it was stupidly charmed. Like, it just kept working. I just got here and I got on guest spots and on all these great different shows and started, you know, got an apartment. And um, I got the, the pilot for uh, Ravens was sent to me. And I flipped through it and I just was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do a teen drama. And there were a lot of other auditions at the time. Mm. So I, was, I just kind of passed by it. And then six or seven months later, um, my manager called me and she said, um, watch this pilot. This is a, a show, the show I wanted you to, you to audition for uh, a few months ago. But um, anyway, they're they're recasting one of the parts. And if you if you like it, take a look. So I took the pilot the tape the videotape it was a chunky yes, tape i still tape. have that chunky tape yep. man <laughs> i took it over to a friend's house and we sat down and watched it and i loved the pilot i mean i did really you? really did yeah i loved it and i thought man i would love to be a part of this show i love the way they're weaving in music and the the tone of the characters feels so raw and connected and like this feels like something i could really sink my teeth into so um yeah i went in and and did my audition. We should all talk about our audition experiences at some point, too. Oh, my gosh. But so yes. what were you doing before? The, the oh, show? man. I mean, I was a junior in college. I um, 
I had done this movie. I had auditioned for the female lead in Van Wilder. Ooh. Um, opposite Ryan Reynolds. And they were like, you look 12. This no. isn't going to work. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. I thought you looked really pretty. Well, they kept bringing me back in. And I, I, like, I eventually tested for the movie. And they were like, we just think you look too young to work opposite was that the Tara this Reed part? grown man. Yeah. Mm. And they were okay. like, but there's a part. There's one scene where there's this freshman in college girl and we'd like to offer it to you. And I was Aww. like, wow, this is cool. And I remember getting to work and, and they were like, okay, so um, you're going to take that mark. And I was like, what is a mark? Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds was the sweetest person. And he was like, come mm. over here. And he gave me like a he four minute charming. lesson and was just like, this is a mark and what it means when they say toe up and da 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 and look for Aww. this and make sure no one's ever in your light. And I was like, okay. And then five minutes later, they were like, so you're going to like, you know, we're going to smash cut to her walking in the room and you're in his lap and you guys are making out. And I was like, wow, this is tremendously awkward. <laughs> um, thank God he's such a nice person. And he's like remained the nicest human. Um, but I, I did that. And then I, I did this uh, three episode guest arc on Nip Tuck the first season. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was so fun and so like salacious and out of control. And then I was like. It was summer, and I was working my retail job. I was working at the Century City Mall. Where, what shop? I was working at Bloomingdale's. Girl. I did, and I <laughs> you're like Rachel Green, literally. I, I yes, That's I was awesome. I was following in Jennifer Aniston's television footsteps, and the anxiety that I had every day because like all the other kids who worked there were bad, and they would just take like extended smoke breaks, and I was having a panic attack every day because I was trying to recolor coordinate and arrange everything on the shelves by size, and nobody else cared, and I was like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Um, and then this came up and it, and it was actually really interesting because similarly to you, I had read the Ravens script. And by the way, for anyone listening who doesn't know, One Tree Hill was ori originally titled Ravens, you know, the name of the basketball team. And, um, I had read the script and I had wound up doing a different pilot for the same production company. Tolan for Tolan Robbins. Robbins. Yeah. And it was very in the line of amazing WB shows, um, sort of like a Seventh Heaven, like really warm family. Oh, story. that's another one. Um, seventh, seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. Yeah. They just they printed hits, yeah. I tell you. Um, but it was a pilot for ABC, and ABC was like, we don't really need a family show. Like, this is cute, but we're not picking this up. And fun fact, Jeffrey Nordling from Big Little Lies played my dad, and my God, he's just been amazing forever. <laughs> um, but our show didn't get picked up. And then they were recasting your part. They were recasting Haley. And I got a call from one of the producers who was on my pilot and on One Tree Hill, who was like, you know, we have these four lead characters and all of them, when you meet them, are really struggling with something. And we need... Messy. Messy. Sad. Drama. Drama. <laughs> and they were like, we need a character to be like ridiculous and sassy we need like comic relief sassy's a good word and i was like broken is real sassy and i was like that feels fun and i remember going in and auditioning um and then i had like i think two more a callback and then there was the test where they were remember we were there together oh yeah oh yeah i remember they were testing um they were doing the well her name wasn't even brooke yet but they were doing the, the brooke characters and the and the haley's and it was this weird room. I remember that because it was just like a circle couch or something. Yeah. There was some kind of like two half new moon couches. I just remember walking in. You were in your headphones. And I remember being 
damn it, I hope I'm, that girl and I are not up for the same oh. part because she's so pretty. And oh, my God. Like, Were there other people there? Or was it I just you two? I had my in because I was having a panic. I was like, I'm so nervous. I don't think I can talk to anyone because if I start talking to people, I might throw up. And that'll definitely mean I don't get the job. What's well, fun. Oh, God. It was so nerve-wracking. Well, whether you like fresh-faced, full-glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water. So I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. <laughs> awake. What a novel awake. idea. <laughs> I love it. The liquid lash mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. And the flake-free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at Thrive Cosmetics. Dot com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. See what they did there? M-E-T-I-C-S. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 20% off your first order. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Call it power, you guys. Yay. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cauliflower's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. 
Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatkalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. So the very first thing we did when we took over Samuel's Sweet Shop here in Rhinebeck, New York, um, was we needed to update how we paid for things. It was just like, a, <laughs> it was an old time cash register full of nickels and stuff. And so Squarespace saved my life. I love Squarespace so much. I was able to get a full catalog of inventory. I was able to really streamline how my customers could pay. And it also allowed us to take our payment system out on the road. We can do fairs now. We can do farmer's markets. Mm. We can do stuff at the school. It has just solved all my problems. Yeah. Squarespace made it so easy for me when I launched Work in Progress to have a, a home for that podcast too. It it really is such an amazing service because they make it easy for you to start your business website, no matter what kind of business you run. With Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best in class website template, customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile, and stretch your imagination online. With Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course as well. So you can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload your video lessons, and teach techniques and skills. Tailor your course with the powerful Fluid Engine editor. You can create engaging content that your audience will love, and then simply add a paywall and set the price. So you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions like I do, I love Squarespace with my newspaper, Modern Vintage News, and you can turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Plus, you can use insights to grow your business. So learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. So go to squarespace.com slash drama for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No, I'd been in LA like six months before Ravens, maybe even more than that. And I'd had one boyfriend, you know, like I'd only had one boyfriend in my whole life mm. and his friend was getting married out there. So I piggybacked like a couple auditions mm. onto this wedding trip and he was so pissed about it because he had to drive me around. It was LA. It was like before MapQuest, you know, like it was before, before you had to like Uber. read a map yeah, to get the around. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. I'll I got, never I got lost so many times it reading that so damn scary. thing. It was so scary. And so I go to this audition for Mike Tolan, and he was directing radio with Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh -huh. And I was auditioning for the part of uh, Ed Harris's daughter. And I went in there and I did it and it was like kind of bitchy. And he was like, here's what we need. We need you to be more vulnerable and like tell your dad that you need him. And I remember like the look on my face because <laughs> your dad's a green beret right and I looked at him and I said have you ever been a teenage girl before like there's no way 
No way I would make him think that I needed him. And they were like, well, it's good to meet you. Oh like, my God. Someone else is going to get this part. And so when I got cast, I barely auditioned for One Tree Hill because I think they used all the old footage from that audition. They're like, we need a bitch. Like, there's this Burton girl and she's awful. And she's got so many opinions. And so I just like made a tape in New York with the casting director. And um, I ended up getting the job, but it was all very like, I'd never met everyone, anyone. So when everyone was talking about tests and things like that, I was like, what is a test? What are you guys talking about? Yeah. So when I showed up in Wilmington, everybody had already met each other because they'd all read with each other in auditions or tests. Oh, wow. Chemistry reads and stuff. Yeah. Wow. I just showed up and I'd met Chad on Dawson's Creek. I'd done oh, one episode. Right. I'd done the hundredth episode of Dawson's Creek. It was an episode where all those kids go to the MTV Spring Break. I was like, wait, weren't you yeah. playing yourself? Yep. And I played myself. So oh my god! And it was, it it should have been an omen because I remember, you know, my character's name is Hillary. They spelled it wrong, um, <laughs> but. Katie Holmes was telling me, like, oh, that Chad's character was one of the Hanson brothers. And my line was, thank God you told me I probably would have slept with him. And now when you're playing yourself, you're very sensitive about that, oh, yeah. especially when you're super young. And I was not a promiscuous woman. You're like, I would never say that. I, and so I said that. I was like, guys, I got a problem with this line. And they're like, who is this little guest? Who is this mouthy thing? I was like, I'm not saying that. And so it should have been an omen for like the continuation of my oh career my down down in Wilmington. Years of I am not saying this. I'm not saying this with this person. What I'm kind not of doing it. What kind of slutty stuff is this? Oh um, my god. Yeah, but Chad got into the van our very first day. We were like going to the read through for the pilot and introduced himself like we hadn't met. And I remember being like, "This is war." <laughs> <laughs> angsty bitchy stuff was legit like I was just being so, I, you know I was a jerk kid um, I love it brought that energy in it was real real oh my god I love it what's crazy to me is you telling that story makes me realize that the three of us had the exact same experience starting on our show we all showed up to spaces where everybody else knew everybody yeah. Because when mm-hmm. we showed up, mm-hmm. you then had done the pilot and you knew everybody, but you were meeting everybody for all the Haley reshoots for the first time. That's right. And then when I showed up to start working. I had already been there for a bit. You too. had been there for a week because I wasn't in the pilot. I started in episode one, but they brought me out oh, yeah. during the pilot reshoot scenes that yeah. you were doing. And and so it's blowing my mind that the three of us women had the same repeat experience. That's weird. That's crazy. And to learn that today is really weird. Uh, I apologize for bringing a chip on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Who are these motherfuckers? Who Who is everybody? (laughs) We'll show them. Um, What I think was really fun is that we got to insert little tiny pieces of our real selves Mm -hmm. into our characters. Because I don't know that our bosses necessarily knew what they were doing a lot either. It was new for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we got to influence little bits and pieces of who our characters would become. I actually had been a cheerleader in high school. I was a very grumpy cheerleader in high school. I remember having like pictures of Charles Manson and quotes of his on my <gasps> megaphone. And like, oh God, just, to, just to be just contrary. Just to be counter. Yeah, just to be a dick. <laughs> I love and, and so when they created this character, I was like, whoa, that hits close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, what were pieces of your characters that really 
stood out for you guys, either that um, were there already or that you inserted? Gosh, I'm trying to think about this because I have, um, well, first of all, I have the worst long-term memory ever. <laughs> you could make shit up. No one would know, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I remember getting there and being, I was kind of, like I said, already used to being dropped into new situations on my own and just having mm. to sort of handle it and connect with people and make friends. So I'd been doing that for a while. So, and I'm such an introvert that I was also like, um, just wanted to spend time in my hotel room and walk around on my own and the be, Riverview suites. Yeah. The Riverview oh suites. And that, you know, I'd walk around just like being poetic and writing poetry on the back of napkins and things in my mind, writing songs <laughs> and like, it was just so awkward and didn't know how to actually have a real like spending time getting to know somebody. I guess. Just, mm. So I think a lot of my experience was colored by that. Um, but in terms of Haley and, and being on set, I mean, I remembered, what I remember shooting the scene in the cafe with Karen and the chili and some thing about magazine pages being sticky. Ew, and, gross! Uh, <laughs> oh, no. so we're we're going to have to rewatch this pilot. We'll know what I'm talking about. But I, there was something about that. And I was like mouthing off to Lucas and it felt very comfortable. Um, Moira and Chad were both really welcoming and really um, encouraging and... Um, I felt like I had room to play and, uh, and I think I, I resonated with the sense that Haley felt kind of introverted and awkward and didn't really know how to connect with people because mm. even though I'm, I'm an extroverted introvert because of my business, I've learned how to, um, walk into a room and manage having a <laughs> conversation, connecting with lots of people and being charismatic, but inside I'm crawling into a hole and like, mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm. wait to be alone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think there was a lot of of that part of me that I recognized in Haley and, Mm. you know, connected with that. What about you, Soph? Oh man. It was really interesting because there was a, there was a boldness to Brooke Davis. Well, actually I need to rewind. Her name wasn't even Brooke Davis. It It was Tara. Tara! Oh my gosh, no. that's right. Like 1,000% no. Not, not that there's anything name. wrong with Terrace. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong, but like that was not her name. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Brooke is an expensive name. It is. Yeah. And you know what's so funny is I remember when we were getting everything settled and uh, one of our writers was like, well, what name do you like? And they suggested a couple and my best friend from college is a girl named Brooke. No way. And she is just like one of those people who is so chic. Like she can put on something that is actually like expensive and beautiful, or she can put on a Zara t-shirt and it looks like it's a designer. Like, like somebody else we know. Oh, fancy oh my pants God. over here. That's very <laughs> sweet. I always am like, this is like a nice outfit. Why do I look like a teenage boy in this is how I feel every day. Also like every single day I wear a pair of jeans and an oversized blazer, but this is not Uniforms the point. Uniforms are on. important. I do love a uniform, but I... I, and I just, there was something about like her spirit, even in college, like I, similarly to you, I think I know how to, I know how to show up in a room. I know how to do my job. I'm really, really good at being bold for other people, but I've yeah. realized as a grown up who has spent invested money in therapy, um, <laughs> I'm actually, historically, I have not been good at being bold for myself. Mm-hmm, and my friend too. Brooke from college was so unabashedly bold and was wow. never ashamed of anything and never embarrassed by anything and, and never worried she was offending anyone. She was so herself. And I knew that this character was supposed to be like that. 
And I think the interesting thing is that I learned a little more about how to do that for myself because I played Brooke Davis and I brought like deeply self-conscious fear and, um, and, and self-searching to her. And I, I think I was able to humanize her because very similarly to you, and I know we all experienced this on our show, there were things that were written for me to do as this person that I just refused to do. Yeah. I said, I'm not doing this. Yeah, we all had moments like that we for sure. We all had that. Yeah. And, and I think there was something really beautiful that, that we got to be inspired by our characters. We got to inspire our characters. And weirdly, we stuck up for each other. Like I'm like, oh, Brooke Davis and I stuck up for each other every day. Oh, you know, that's a good way to think. You know, I feel that. It, I feel like Peyton Sawyer is a very different person than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm so defensive of her. Because she's like a broken winged bird, you yeah. know. And and there are other people in our industry who have done teen dramas who try to distance themselves from it. It's like, guys, it's a genre we make fun of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so for me, always like owning her and yeah. defending her oh, has been... That. It's been a life's work. But also, like, have we forgotten what is their show? Oop, uh, uh, uh. Come on, Claire Danes and Jared Leto's classic. Oh, my so called oh, life. My so called life. life. Like, they're two of my favorite actors who make the most incredible Academy Award nominated films we've ever seen. Like, I don't hate a teen drama. I this love it. I think it makes so you funny. great. People love them. People well, love them. And you said something that I thought was so smart. Girl, all day. This is my, I know exactly what you're going to say. No, you this tell them because it's your mantra and I love it. Listen, all these folks out there winning awards with good scripts, I'm not impressed. Because if you can take <laughs> a shit script and make it relatable and yeah. watchable and like make somebody cry, yep. you're a winner. I agree. Good. And I think about that so often and I'm like, if we can make you weep and have a deep talk with your family after an episode of our show on a very mediocre script 98% of the time. And a like, dog can eat a heart. Exactly. You know? oh, we can we can jump sharks and you still love us. Like, come on. Yeah, that, that takes some real metal, if I may say so, for all of us. Yeah. So in watching in watching this, guys, I have listen, I have not seen anything since I left. No, I, I haven't either. Like, no, not and I never saw the last three seasons because I was like off having babies and like, you know, just on a different planet. And so, frankly, I'm nervous about rewatching because it's like, I know it's going to be painful to watch myself learn how to act on camera. Like, yeah, I wasn't in class. I'd taken classes for years. I'd done theater forever, but. TV acting is so, so, so yeah, different. So different. I'm, I, am, I am also nervous to rewatch because I I know where my personal life was during yeah. those 10 years. Yeah, um, sure do. And I I know what <laughs> I... <laughs> You're literally whole face just turned red. Yep. You're literally whole face just turned red. Oh, my God. Um, we got a lot in common, ladies. Yeah, but I, like I, when I think back on, there's so many parts of myself that I also have invested money in therapy. <laughs> yeah, and have you know done a lot of work as as you do when life kicks your ass, and um, and when I think about the sort of superiority complexes that I have, <laughs> and then, like 
how judgmental and like how like there's just so many things that I look back on my younger self and you know, we I don't know if you guys do but I cringe at a lot of those moments I mean I'm still learning to forgive myself for just being mm-hmm. human and growing and learning but mm-hmm. I think back and I know I inserted so much of that into Haley and so when I watch her when I have seen clips or things come mm-hmm. on I always cringe because I'm just like oh god she's so like that's is that what I was like? Oh God! Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I felt insufferable. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so insufferable. Oh man. Well, you know what's so interesting to me about it, though, is I also feel like, and we've had this experience, the three of us, over the years, and and you know we've talked about this with the fans. So many of you listening at home probably know facets of of these stories, but. There was so much, not only of, of us as young adults who, by the way, knew nothing. We were learning in real yeah. time. It's the first time a lot of us were away from our parents. Yes. Like, ever. Yes. like it was kind of like being pushed off a cliff and trying to get your like skydiving backpack on at the same time. It was really, it's a wonder none of us is dead. Yeah. So congratulations well, to us. Way, of addicts, all the casts, no like... We've thrived. We've guys. really done, done all right. Everyone's a lot. You're like, we're doing great. We're and doing you great. Know, as you, you said last night at dinner, we all had dinner last night. And uh, you said you were talking about uh, the, the benefit of being in Wilmington when we mm. weren't being able to be snapped by paparazzi coming out of a restaurant. But, you know, like that stuff messes with you when you're that young. Yeah. And no wonder a lot of a lot yeah. of, you know, kids without guidance and without their parents still there just kind of went off the rails you yeah. know that and I don't know that we would have been any different if we hadn't been protected by our location mm-hmm. in a lot of ways I mean even the aspects of it that we did experience were really traumatizing for me yeah like I it was so hard to handle this notion that everyone wants you to fail so they can make fun of you but also you're meant to be perfect but no one knows how to be perfect let alone an adult because we were 20 years yeah. old yeah. and like I mean, I, you know, children, we were children, children. the only thing that ever, cause I was always like drunk, hungover. Like I was, <laughs> that's going to be the hard part of watching this for me is like, oh, that's a hangover. You're the fire belly. I was, oh I was a brute. Um, but the only paparazzi mess I ever ran into was at this hotel. No, no. way. We are at the W hotel in Westwood. Yeah. And I came out in like season five or season six to start pitching TV shows that I'd created with my little brother, Billy. And so Billy had worked on our show. Billy and I are staying here, maybe in, even in like one of these rooms, cause I knew it had like two bedrooms wow. here. And the next thing I know, like the magazines reporting Hillary Burton seen laughing over dinner at the W Hotel with, with a mystery, mystery man. man. You know, and I felt oh, yeah. so violated and that happened to me once, you know, and, and so I can't imagine you're right. The yeah. kids that are just under the yeah. microscope all the time. Yeah. But it's so interesting because when we think about it, there was that external attention. There was the, the very real world of what we were learning on set and being human beings, making mistakes and, you know, being hung over and figuring it out. <laughs> and, and, you I know, was never hung up. Never. Oh, never. It's part of my problem, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll get you there. <laughs> we're, we're making up for it. But, yeah, believe but me, I've done since then. I think that there's something so interesting also about our ability now, the privilege really of getting a version of a do-over of this female yeah. friendship that is so important to the three of us. Yeah. That has been such a lifeline. We do have these tattoos on the inside that nobody else has. And we've been able to be like, oh, 
Wow, weird to learn that there were some adults who didn't want us to be friends because they thought we would negotiate together. (laughs) So they like pitted us against each other at 20. That's dark. Like, and, and yet no matter what anybody ever tried, the ways they wanted to mess with us or the way the industry was trying to mess with kids in the early 2000s or anything like the three of us came out like Jones of Arc, like just out of the fire, like what? You can't f- with us. And I really, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I just I love mean, it. All of us got involved in advocacy. Yep. We're all a little surly. Um, <laughs> and I would say. Who, us? You, who, us? No, never. No, I mean, I think rewatching it together mm-hmm. as a group is going to be fun because yeah. I didn't know what you guys were going through yeah. on yeah. the show. And, so, and we, all we could do, especially at that age, is assume. Like, that's yeah. one of the things that we don't. At, at that time, I guess, when we were being raised, guys, we a different even generation. Have texting. Like, we couldn't no, even text each that, other. No, but I had a Motorola Razor, and I thought that was so cool. Too. I'd like, we'd oh flip our phones, phones open and be like, wow. From that T Mobile one that was like a typewriter. The sidekick. Side oh my God. But I what, still but, remember the sound of the sidekick opening the shh. And then the soft keys, the like, ticker, 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 taught how to be like the value of being vulnerable with each other and so that it was okay to just be like guys I feel insecure when I'm around you and all you're doing is talking and bouncing off each other and I don't know what to say and I can't keep up and like can you just like make space for me like I nobody would have taught me to say that when I was it's just not wasn't part of the generation we were raised in we can now yeah and it feels so special and I I think about all the young women who reach out to all of us all the time who are watching the show now yeah and who talk about how important our on-screen friendships are and I'm like man we're getting the better version of any version of a friendship we had on screen or yeah. otherwise, we're getting it now in our adulthood in this new era to your yeah. point, Joy, yeah. of like women actually being taught to go to bat for each other instead and for of themselves. Yeah. Like we're not each other's competition. We're each other's greatest champions. Yeah. But back then everyone around us wanted us to compete with each other. And I don't know. I think that all this stuff that's so scary to the, watch. It, I'm so guys, relieved I get to watch to me, with you like, guys. Joy's the talented one. Sophia's the gorgeous one. And you're the angry one. And I was like, what? Okay. Wow. What <laughs> said to you? Yeah. Yeah. They I said mean, horrible guys, things to It's us. not wrong. It's like, I was pretty angry. <laughs> <laughs> you're also beautiful and talented. Well, I think we all do okay for ourselves, but... Well, in doing this, I think those titles are a fun thing to poke at. Yeah. You know? Like, we're going to have yeah. our friends on the show. Yeah. Lee had his experiences. Antoine, yes. James. All of our peers also had those experiences. So yeah. throughout the course of this whole series, like, I'm excited to have them on because they're going to have too. a totally different experience Oh, they'll than have we did. experienced things we never did, yeah. for sure. I th- this is what you were saying, Sophia, is I think one of the it's the biggest reason why we wanted to do this podcast because as as fun as it is to reconnect, I love doing this with you girls. And you know, yeah, it's, this is, this is such a cool revisit to a major pop culture moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the fact that now as, as older women, you know, Hillary and I are moms raising young girls also um, just being able to offer to the younger generation, a vision of what a sisterhood can look like. Mm -hmm. Um, for women who grew up watching the show to be mm-hmm. able to revisit that maybe with some of their girlfriends, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you'll, you out there listening will learn along with us some of the things that we um, are, are, some of our takeaways, some of the things that we're learning as we heal in some ways, which I'm, I think this is going to be healing in a lot of ways watching know, guys, as well. That second season mullet I had, I don't know if I'm yeah, ever yeah, going to yeah. get it. <laughs> 
like, oh, oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. But anyway, I just think, I think it's going to be great. And I think um, I'm really excited because I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of, um, a lot of young women tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. All right, let's get weird. Um, Sorry, you can always count on me to be I know sincere. You're the, listen, oh, you can always count on serious. me to ruin it because I'm like, <laughs> feelings are so I know. hard. We love to lean in and Hillary's like, I got a joke. Guys, I got a joke. Guys, I got a I'm joke. So Quick right Chandler, now. say something funny. It. Feelings, where? Yeah, this but is why I was always hung over. This is why we're we're a good <laughs> unit. Yeah, it's it's... We were cast really well, and it's weird to think that there was a person out there who was responsible for choosing our friendships mm. for us. Mm. Um, and for me as a kid, that was hard because I was like, oh, you, you can't tell me who to be friends with. But, like, they did a really good job. Like, yeah. we all turned out great, and the conventions we do are so fun. Yeah. And so this is an extension of that yeah. should be great. Um, yeah. So, yes, we're, you know, we've got a whole... How many seasons? Nine? We have 187 hours of television. <laughs> what? We do. Yeah. It's That's so nuts, many man. hours. It's so many hours. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot. Like when we get those messages and someone's like, I'm rewatching it from the start for the fourth time. I'm like, thank you. And also, do you have homework? <laughs> <laughs> or like a job? Are you really? Us? Okay. Hang it's in. It's comfort food. Yeah. Who's going to be the person you're most excited to have on and pick their brain? Uh, Paul's going to be a blast. Look, no lie. That's going to be fun. He's yeah. got a lot of energy. I Moira. also, I can't wait to hear Moira's perspective. Because yeah. like she was our age when we started our show. Yeah. And now I'm like, were we, I just want to look at her and be like, were we idiots? Oh, did you like 100%. her? She's going to have Tell so much everything. to say. I know. <laughs> and Barbara too. Yeah, I mean, Barbara's so you know. fun. Antoine for me is so fun because his perspective on all Antoine had like kids who were teenagers when we were shooting the show. And so he also was removed from it in a way where Mm -hmm. he could just watch us like spin our wheels and be messy and loved it. He loved it. Like when Antoine called you and was like, you need to go out tonight. We're going to sidebar. You know, like you knew. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'm going to get a lecture tonight. And he would just make sure that everything was cool. He was like a good negotiator. Yeah. Yeah. Antoine's the party he really is and for anyone listening at home who might not know paul played dan moira played karen barbara played deb and antoine played skills with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to mexico and the caribbean booking your getaway with cheap caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But 
Actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Cola Power. I love this name. I do too. Cola Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Cola Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cola Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cola Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cola Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cola Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcolapower.com to find them in a store near you. Cola Power. Crave on. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you do if you had an extra hour in your day? An hour? Just, just an extra hour. What would you do? My brain literally went, go for a walk, take a nap, also read that book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call your friends, like the six people that you've been meaning to text back. Yeah. <laughs> All of it. There's so many things I want to do. I mean, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but time for what? Yeah. I mean, if time was unlimited, how would you use it? I think the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you. And I know from experience that therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. Yep. I know that from experience too. There's something about being able to have somebody to talk to that's just an unbiased source that not only is helpful to just get words out of your body and have a sounding board, but getting advice back on how to help structure your day and mm. organize your life and your thought life, it's really helpful. So friends, if you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first mini bar delivery order with code IHEART. Get mini bar delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. When you think about the sort of epic feeling of, oh my God, I've been cast on a WB show. Do you guys remember? Because I, when I... When I think about landing at, you know, our sweet little six gate airport, which by the way, when we've gone back for conventions, I'm like, oh, I just love it here. It still smells the same. Like it's the smell. It's the smell. smell. It's perfect. But I remember leaving the airport and I had to go straight to the studio for like a first meeting. And when I pulled into Screen Gems, the side of one of the stages <laughs> had that huge Dawson's Creek mural on it. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, I'm here. Yeah. And oh, it was yeah. so crazy. Like at 20 Something years old, big it was is happening so crazy. Right now. 
That's what it felt. I, like. I was just counting yeah. the days till our own big old heads got put up on the side. They put and us, they did. <laughs> yeah, and they, they did. did. They put us in like the side of the cafeteria. That, like, yeah. that, that building. <laughs> the <laughs> entire <laughs> side wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. I was down with that. We all landed in different parts of town too. Like when you first get mm. cast on a Warner Brothers show, you all stay at like the Riverview Suites in Wilmington. Yeah. You know, which is the suites it was like an extended stay hotel yeah but then we all went off and picked our own places to live and joy mm-hmm. you were at the beach right didn't you go out to the beach season um, one? Oh my gosh i think i did because that was the year we got that those dogs remember sophia yes. we got those dogs oh we went on a saturday and got puppies. i know oh. um yeah well, <laughs> i wasn't invited to puppy day <laughs> I was hungover. <laughs> you might have been. Party. Um, I think we so were I think I was you. at the beach. <laughs> so angry. I moved so downtown angry. second season. So yeah, I think, where did you go? Well, I the very first place I got, because they put me up for the pilot, and then it was like, okay, child, here's a chunk of money. Go find a place to live. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I'd never signed a lease on my own before. I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I found an apartment for like $650 a month that was directly across the street from Karen's Cafe. I was living yeah. above Firebelly. And it was the first time I'd ever lived alone. And there was this dude next door to me who was so scary. His oh, name no. was Glenn. He, if he's listening, I don't even care that you know you're scary because you're listening to this, which proves you're scary. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Glenn was so weird and like would lean out on his balcony to peek in my balcony. And, oh God! And then I no. found these holes in the wall, and I was no, like, "No, you did not." But I didn't know if it was just a shitty building or like Glenn was like Anthony Perkins' like psycho scary. holes in the wall. So I was so scary. So that is when I started Norman inviting Bates. the crew to come over every time they rapped at Karen's Cafe just because I didn't want to be by myself. And so I ended up having like ragers at this little $600 apartment. Yeah, you did. Um, and it was fun. Like, it <laughs> was a great time. I was not far. I was also off Front Street. The first apartment I found oh. was... Oh, you had a nice apartment. I loved that gorgeous. apartment. It was just in such a weird little building. I think there were only like four apartments. There was a weird staircase that went up the side of every level... And I think it was like two apartments per floor. It was basically the unused space that someone realized they could be making money on because mm. it was the other side of the rooftop of the real cafe. Oh, oh that's my right. God. I remember that brick yeah. wall. It was all that exposed brick because I think it had been outside and then they just <laughs> made it inside <laughs> and they put these four apartments in this like random that was space. So cool. And, so and it was so cool. And I remember having to negotiate with the parking lot across the street because there was obviously like there was no parking. There was no nothing. I negotiated with the parking lot that was across the street that was like a, you know, pay by day place. And I, I like ran around until I found the owner like in a bar one day. <laughs> and I was like, hey, like I live across the street. And is there any way I could just like pay you every month to park? And I, I paid $95 a month to have a parking spot. <gasps> That's so much money. Oh, which was oh so gosh. much money to me so at the time. Money. And now I think about like people complaining about how in New York they have to pay $1,200 a month for yeah, parking. Yeah, and I'm minimum. like, wow, oh, yeah. maybe I shouldn't have been complaining, but we were just so broke. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you know, I, I, it was all so weird. I remember, you know, you get your like little, they give you a couple thousand dollars and they're like, buy your own plane ticket and then move across the country with all your stuff. And you're like, okay. 
okay. Like, sure, it's so scary. And but I loved that apartment. Yeah, I think such I did. An adventure. You had a bunch of scrapbooking stuff. Yeah. I oh my feel like gosh, I came over to right. pick you, you up, and you're so... like, "This is my scrapbooking room." You're so into I, it. I was so my whole quote dining room table, whatever that was, was just covered in photo album shit. And I think I was into it for like a year, and then was like, "Well, well." I just have a, I have a lot of, I have a, what's that called? Um, Decoupage? No, the, the, oh, cardstock. Cardstock. Yeah, see, look at what all the scissors with like the weird edges. With the weird edges. I was like, I'm going to cardstock and I'm going to make borders and it's going to be beautiful. (laughs) And then I was like, no, I'm not. No. I tried. tried. Listen, we've got a whole TV show. That's the scrapbook. But see, this is the thing. Even when it's not going to last, I'm really committed to the thing I decide (laughs) I'm going to try to do. Even if it's just for a moment. There's been so many hobbies (sighs) that I've been like, scrapbooking, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to, I don't know, play the guitar. Never did that either. But I have one. Do it's you? part of being an artist, yeah. though, I think. You know, yeah. you explore all these different ideas. <laughs> I did try to learn to knit. Fits Damn the it. Best. Knitting, that's right. We all picked up weird hobbies to keep ourselves busy on set. Yeah. A lot of, you know, pre-social media. Now everybody just, like, scrolls through their phone. Yeah. yeah. Back no, we then, actually talked to each other and read books I mean, and had yeah. knitting circles, yeah. kind of. Not really. We would, we would interrogate the new kids. And we got dogs. <laughs> yeah, right. guys, I didn't get a dog. I, I think did. Little Annie. She was Annie. such a good dog. And Carolina. Carolina. Oh. Carolina. You remember that little oh my golden? Yeah. yeah. Little golden. Was it she lab or retriever? I don't I know don't what know. she was. They were, they were, she they was were so cute sweet. little farm dogs. Yeah. She ended up on a farm. I just wasn't ready to take care of an animal at that, that <laughs> juncture in my life. But I am now. Um, listen, before we wrap up, I have um, kind of a little surprise for us. I like surprises. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Joy always has good surprises. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay, so this was given to me by um, one of our executive producers, Greg, Greg Prange, at the wrap of the pilot. The Congratulations. Of the, of the, of the, it could have been the end of season one. It, it was a big mm-hmm. gift, so maybe it was the end of season one. I'm not sure. I just remember having this moment. It was definitely like the first at the very beginning. I mean, that's but a nice box. Yeah. This is, is a 1996 box of Dom Perignon. <gasps> and uh, it's not a box. It's a bottle. Excuse I me. definitely didn't it's get a box with a bottle I, in yeah, it. Yeah, Joy, what did you do that we didn't no. do? Yeah. I thought everybody was like <laughs> no, I getting... think you truly like reached out uh, the pilot uh, maybe, and you got oh, a present. Yeah, I guess that was what it was yeah. at the end of the pilot. Um, wow. So anyway, I've been saving it for, you know, since... 2000 and, 2001, <laughs> I guess, right? Three. Three? Don't make it worse. <laughs> 2003. 2003. 2003. Um, but let's pop it open. Yeah. And, oh, um, my God. Let's actually enjoy this bottle that I've been saving for exactly the I mean, right moment. Is there anything more dramatic and fancy than a vintage no, dog? Girl, I love fancy. And by the way, like, it's so nice to be in a moment where you know it's special. Like yeah. when we were kids, I don't know that we recognized it all the time. And so yeah. reuniting now feels good because we know it's special. And Joy's going <gasps> to. Ah! Okay, that was. Here wow. We go. That was very professionally done. Thank you. I drink a lot of champagne. Yeah, guys. apparently. <laughs> Ooh, look at the color. This said. is like a nice wow. amber color. Thank um, you, you're welcome. This is Listen, so I have moved several times with this bottle. So there's a good chance it's terrible. Well, but we're, honestly, we're that would be kind of perfect. We're such good actors. No one will ever know. I love you guys. I love you guys. Here's to drama queens. Mm.
Ooh, yeah, that works. Oh, no, that's nice. Oh, oh, wow. Well, kids, we're going to have a great time now. Yes, we are. We'll we're, see you next week. What are we doing next, next week? Next week, we're, we are re-watching the pilot. So before you Ooh. watch our show, I mean, if you, if you want to participate... Go watch the pilot and then uh, and then come listen. We're going to have a nice chat mm-hmm. about all the fun things we remember. And who else knows what else is going to come up? A little bit of sh- talk. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. We deserve it. <laughs> Champagne. <laughs> Champagne. Hey, everybody. We deserve it. We deserve it. it. <laughs> Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you can sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now they also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one Hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first Mini Bar Delivery order with code IHEART. Get Mini Bar Delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through April 14th, 2024 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.